after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, you are tuning into the AfterBuzz TV After Show for America's Got Talent Season 11, Episode 1, The Auditions. Tonight we are going to talk everything from dancing with your dog to putting a pair of scissors up your nose. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the After Buzz TV After Show to America's Got Talent. Season 11, episode 1, making big changes this season. I mean... I can't even wait to get into it. Um, I'm your host, Danny Golub. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Danny Golub. We have a small but very mighty panel here tonight. <laughs> to my left, I have a dear friend who I went to high school with, actually, Yay! for all of you who are watching. We have reunited here at AfterBuzz TV. My girl, Megan. Yes. Where can they find you? I'm her girl, Megan, but you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Megan Boycoff. Find her. Find all right. Me. Let's get into this, because we have a lot to talk about today. Yes, it was a blast. Overall feelings about tonight's episode. I have been a fan of this show for a really long time, and so I was expecting some great stuff coming with Simon Cowell, and I can't say I was disappointed. I, I, I feel like this was a pretty good start to season 11. Yeah, I feel like he was, <laughs> generally speaking, other than that little package where he was telling right. the singers how terrible they were, but was still kind of nicely, he was just really supportive, that smile. He had yeah. like a million watt smile. Who knew Simon could smile? I mean, watching him on America's Got Talent for, like, my childhood, it was a little traumatic. I was really terrified of him, and now he comes on this show, and I think maybe it has something to do with the Got Talent franchise being his baby, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, this is a worldwide franchise. There's Australia's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent is even bigger, maybe, than America's Got Talent. So I think this, he's kind of, like, doing a nice thing because this is his his child, essentially. I was kind of missing some more hoopla in terms of incoming, I know there was a package at the beginning right. with him, you know, the little birthday party that was very funny. Yeah. But there were so many commercials leading up to this premiere that were right. hilarious. I just wanted there to be... Yeah, the Silence of the Lambs one. Did yeah. you see that one? Yeah. yeah it, it was, was really funny. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's get started talking about some of these acts tonight. The first act we saw was Nathan, the six-year-old comedian, which, by the way, if I could just take this kid home and, like, put him in my pocket <laughs> and carry him around all the time, he was the cutest thing ever. What did you think? He was adorable. After looking at him maybe too closely as a six-year-old, I was like, he looks like a 34-year-old. Did you say he was, did you think he's like going to be really cute when he's older in the least creepy way ever? This kid's going to grow up and be like a stunner. He's going to take all the girls like in high school. I, I hadn't thought about that. With his cute Honestly, outfit and tie, I'm not judging. he was put together. I, yes, I agree. I agree. He was very well put together. He was. He was very funny. Very adorable. He won't right. make it that far. Cause... I think this kid's going to get his own Disney show. I think this, this yes. was like his golden ticket into getting discovered because someone like this, he has so much personality and so much energy like packaged into I think 50 pounds of human being (laughs) my one thing I have about kids and I wanted to bring this up do we compare them to adults on this show or do we treat them differently because they are kids like 
as a comedian, I don't think he is as strong as an adult comedian. Like, for example, we had, um, like, comedians in the past have won this show. Mm -hmm. And so how do you compare? Like, Drew Lynch last season was a comedian. He is the one with the stutter. He was awesome, and he's, like, you know, a young adult. But still, comparing a six-year-old to him, how do you feel about that? I don't think you compare. I personally was just, I was comparing him with, a normal six-year-old, I guess. But right. you have to compare in terms of how far is he really going to make it. Right, because then when you think about that girl, Laura, the third-year-old opera singer, we'll oh get to her at the end. Gosh. But, like, you could compare her to adult singers and she would yeah. be better than them. Yes, you know? I see what you're saying. So, I, I mean, one of the winners of the show, Bianca Ryan, from season one, she was an 11-year-old singer at the time, slayed. Like, literally, she's saying that I am telling you I'm not going oh, song. Oh, gosh. She's saying it better than... 90% of adults can. So that's my only thing with Nathan is like he's a comedian and he's cute and it's charming for a six-year-old to do it Yes, for a couple minutes, but I wonder how it's going to translate down the line. I think if he were maybe older or if he were better, I would be able right. to compare him to an adult, but he wasn't quite there because he's six. It's yeah. fine. I mean, it was it was adorable. <laughs> it was like the cutest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Um, and next we have Jose and his dog, Carrie, yeah. which I mean... I'm a, I'm a dog person, so this is, like, right up my alley. But before I say anything, I'd like to know what you have to say about this. I feel like this isn't fair to say, but I was kind of underwhelmed. I was like, that oh, it's fair. wearing a dress. Heidi it's on said that, legs. too. Heidi said that, yeah. too. What did she say? She was like, you know, I feel like after a few 15 seconds, I kind of, you kind of lost yes, me. Yes, yes. You know? That's so exactly I, where I was I get at. that. Uh, like, dog acts have won in the past. The Olate dogs won season seven, and those were, like, crazy dog tricks, and there was a bunch of dogs in that one. So that kind of... I felt like, you know, had more going on. This was one dog and one guy. And again, I feel like this is, I'm interested to see the ones who made it through tonight, like what they can bring in the future. Because I feel like the acts that have done well on the show in the past have like done something crazy innovative each round. Mm-hmm. Like something new and different. And I don't know like what you can do with that. Unless maybe, the dog can like bop on its nose. Yeah, maybe there's a lot of things we don't know he can do. That's true. That is very... I, I literally at this silly. point I wrote nice Simon question mark. I literally was like, <laughs> Simon's nice now. I wrote mostly shots of Simon's glowing smile. Yeah. And his middle part. I didn't mind. His, his little middle, middle part. part. He's rocking it. Okay. The, the next act I want to talk about, really, the clairvoyance. So I recently learned what a clairvoyant was from that like medium show on E. There's that Tyler. Oh. Apparently he's a clairvoyant too, but it means you can like connect with objects or Correct me if I'm wrong via Twitter, but, like, I don't really know exactly what a clairvoyant was, but I was super creeped out by this girl yeah. um, and her boyfriend, I believe. They were both equally creepy, even though he wasn't, you know, Yeah, doing so time. basically what happens is is she gets blindfolded. There's no, like, earpieces. There's no nothing. And with these kind of acts, I always wonder when they bring a judge up, is the judge involved? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I always think... Like, is it possible that they're in on this somehow? But then they go to the audience, then and that was audience. that was pretty clear that the audience members were like, yeah, I have nothing to do with this. Totally she guessed shocked. that I have AT&T. They That's literally went to a random crazy. person. So she was blindfolded, and she knew what he was holding in his hand. So he would go out into the audience and grab eye drops from Howie or a cell from, from someone, and she would know, like, that is a white iPhone 6 right. AT&T, but she was blindfolded sitting on a swing on the stage. One of the coolest things I've seen probably ever. Yeah. Like, how? I mean, like, I just was sitting there thinking, like, how? I was surprised that Simon wasn't more skeptical. I don't know. I think I'm just relearning Simon. That's all. I just, I need to give him some more positive credit. Yeah. I mean, they got four yeses, obviously. And this sounds terrible, but I feel like (laughs) 
eventually, if they do this every week, it's actually going to get old. Like, I'm going to need to see something that's, better, that's which what feels I mean. sick to say. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Is like, you know, they have to be able to bring something new to the table. So maybe, I mean, with an act like this, I, I do see her having more tricks up her sleeve. It's like doing the exact same card trick. Like, you it's can't. still amazing, but like, now I'm bored. Right, so we'll I see. feel like an act like this for sure has to have other tricks up their sleeve, which if they do, I think that these two can have the potential to go very far in the competition yeah. because it's something that we've never seen before. We've seen mentalists on the show. We've seen magicians. We've seen it all, but this is something that Next is level. different. Yeah, Next level-ish. Sure. Okay. I feel like we're kind of moving quickly through these acts, but there are so many because yeah. this is auditions. Um, next is Lincoln Bridge, which I thought it was so cool. We were talking while we were watching this, like, what are they? What are they going to do? And they purposely, strategically did not tell you what this group was going to do. Yeah, I was like, they, you. Were, I think you said, you were like, they could do ballet right now. You know, it was yeah, very it was just like, unclear. It was. They, I think it was purposeful that they wanted you to set up to think that it was going to be the opposite of what you yeah. thought it was going to be. They were a rap um, or something. They were making us guess, keeping us hanging. And they whip out this, like, epic acapella somewhere over the rainbow. Both of us got, like, chills <laughs> up our arms It was velvety. It was amazing. I, I don't know how many of you watching um, watched in the past, but Forte was the male acapella group. I was like, this is like Forte meets straight out of Compton, gone totally right. Like, they were amazing. <laughs> I want to buy their album like, yes. tomorrow. And the fact that this group of older men, you know, dressed all in black, Tattoos tattooed, you know, the package beforehand made them seem, you know, kind of hulking Rough and threatening. The edges. Yeah. And then they sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow in the most rich tones. Oh, I was in heaven. It was, it was epic. They, they got four yeses as well, which I completely agreed with. I honestly think that they could have gotten a golden buzzer. I, If I was there, I would have hit it. Like, that would be my <laughs> golden buzzer of the night. I loved this group, for sure. I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're gonna are hopefully going to continue to sing songs that are super, like, different than what you would imagine them to sing. You know, I yeah. think they can, like, whip out some Adele or something, <laughs> That you would know? be incredible. For whatever reason, because their name is Lincoln Bridge, I was just reminded of Lincoln Park, Me and too. I was hoping for some, you know, punk stuff, but yeah, what they no, did was, was way awesome. better. Um, and next, we saw a group of guys <laughs> getting ready. I was... I was like, oh, okay, so they're here. They th- There's, like, five guys. They think they're, like, One Direction. They're coming on here because Simon's here. They're ready to go because Simon Kinda discovered cute. One Direction. All cute guys. They get on stage. Not what I expected. Not what I expected. They're all in drag, which you I love. You weren't looking at the screen when they came on, and I just, like, was hitting your arm. I know. Like, I looked down to take a note look. really quick, and then... <laughs> They were awesome. I mean, well, they lip sync, but I kind of, like, want to hire them for my birthday party or something. They I wouldn't really... go so far as to say they're awesome. <laughs> you know, like, they started performing, yeah. I was like, okay. But they looked great. They looked amazing. It. I mean, I'm glad they got a couple X's because there are people with such talent on this show that don't make it through that it wouldn't have been fair with someone like that. To... And people who do drag who have a ton of talent. And, like, they totally. weren't up to snuff in that sense either. Yeah, but they were a lot of fun. It I was had a, a fun twist. I had a blast watching them. And Mel B was into it, which, honestly, is probably better than winning for them because they are the Spice <laughs> Girls G-U-R-L-Z. Yes. Um, and then we see, like, a little package, like a little montage package that they do of, like, the judges kind of being funny together and bantering off each other, which was fun to see because... I was a little nervous. I'm a big Howard Stern fan, and I loved him on the past, what, four seasons, three or four seasons, and he um, leaving kind of got me worried about how the dynamic would change, like how he switched his seat, which kind of bugged me out. <laughs> like, So I just kind of was, I, I honestly thought Simon was going to sit where Howard sat, but they switched for no reason, but um, they switched. And so I was just a little nervous on how like the banter would be because Howie and Howard played off each other so well. 
that I wasn't sure how this group dynamic was going to be, but they showed us this cute package of them, like, having fun, being silly together, which I like. It was did, reassuring. Yeah, how did you feel about the, it's like the judges? the whole family's going to be okay, yeah. basically. You know, mom and dads still get along. Yeah, moms and dads all get along. Um, we see a group of acrobat girls doing something. They were pretty good. They were throwing each other up in the air. There was a group called Acro Army in season nine. Season nine mm-hmm. was my favorite season, so you're going to hear me talking about it probably a lot <laughs> um, throughout these after shows, but... They kind of, like, reminded me of a smaller version of that, uh, which was cool. And then we saw that chick who was... Bouncing punch- on the butt? Yeah, she was <laughs> punching Mel B in the face. <laughs> just Mel B. Just Mel B, but then Heidi went up and knocked the rest over. That was kind of, like, part of, like, the judges just kind of playing around with each right. other. Um, then we moved on to something pretty epic. And for those of you who watched season eight, I apologize if you are just tuning in to America's Got Talent for the first season now, but there are a lot of similarities. This guy called Hara reminded me a lot of Kenichi Ibina who won season 8 um, he's from Japan he pronounced his name like Hara so I apologize if I'm pronouncing it wrong Hara. Um, but do you want to try to get a go at explaining what this is because I like can't yeah. I can't put it into words it was a mixture of it was performance magic not like normal yeah. magicians aren't performing but you know, it was it was multimedia magic. That's what it was. Multimedia it was. magic. It was like uplifting. It was an experience. Well, and you Simon called it a said dance. that too. What I call I wouldn't call it a dance personally. I wouldn't call it a dance. It was like sort of like m- not like miming, but it was like it was motion. There was some sort of body movement happening. Right. But there, what differed him from Kanicha and a lot of Kanichi, sorry, and a lot of these other acts like this in the past, there have been a lot of multimedia dance kind of things. This was different because he included real objects. He had the real birds. He threw real confetti. Like, so I don't know where all those things were coming from. He had, like, a rag. He did an outfit change. Yeah, there right was in the a, beginning. I agree with Simon what he said. He was like, I feel like I just want you to come home and, like, do this in my house <laughs> and I can just relax and watch this. It was, like, a really, kind of like an out-of-body experience. It was very cool. Yeah, it was interesting. And Mel B said something. She took the words out of my brain. I wrote them down and then she said them. I feel like I'm at your show in Vegas totally. right now seeing you do it. It was it professional. Was clean and professional. Like, it didn't seem like this was the first time he's done this before. It seems like he was very... And, and this is the kind of act where you know he's going to bring a lot of other really cool stuff. Like, this, yeah. think about how much potential. Like, you can't even fathom where it's going to go, but you know that it's going to go somewhere awesome. Because the possibilities are also semi-endless with it right. being multimedia and him being able to change what's being seen on the and, screen. And there was a story being told. Like, yes. And, and I think sometimes with these kind of acts, like, the story will continue next week, maybe. You know? Like, hmm. I wonder if... That would be nice. If this will kind of continue, because I I did see something with the birds, and then he turned into a bird at the end, like he had his own wings. So I think that there was more thought than it just being like cool. Here's some colors. And- yeah, like sometimes it's just like video game characters. This was like there's a really cool story happening here, and like it'll be interesting to see if they continue to unfolded. He obviously got four yeses. Also, I feel like we saw a lot of, a lot of really good accident. A lot of four yeses. Um, pretty unanimous night, I would say, amongst the judges liking this kind of stuff. Um, Next up was Rose and Charlie. Oh, could... Is there enough time? How long do we have this video for, <laughs> we, Rose and Charlie need their own after show. Like, literally the Rose and Charlie after show. Yes. They that are is going to awesome. be a thing. I suggested we open the show tonight with, like, interpretations of Rose's dancing, which might be inappropriate, <laughs> A little so inappropriate, not. because she was over 60 years old, she said, and she was straight up stripping. Shaking it. Shaking, Shaking it, it hard. Getting it. Talk about, Killing like... It. No ageism, no body shaming. This woman owned it and was confident, and I loved that about her. And she was, like, so charming in her own cute way. Simon loved that about her, too. He did. So Heidi X's them right away because 
Charlie is like singing some Elvis song. He does, or what was he singing? He didn't know any of the words. Whatever. Viva <laughs> Las Vegas is what he was saying. He didn't yes. know any of the words. He knew um, most of them. She starts stripping. Well, there was just one part where he was just like, uh, 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 uh. Viva! <laughs> yeah, he would just break out into the chorus. Um, we were both kind of dying when they were giving them yeses. Yes. I was I was shocked, but at the same time, we had this conversation where, is this comedy or is this dance and singing? Because if it's comedy... Yes, I'll give them the yes. If it's dancing and singing, I agree with Heidi, and I give them the X. It what depends do you think? on the, it depends on the intention. Yeah, if one of them would just be like, "I just need to know, are you serious?" Because if you're serious, <laughs> Bye. I can't look at you. But they were just having so much fun in the beginning. I was like, "Why aren't more people pressing the X?" Yeah, the audience. Sometimes the audience gets involved, like does this, but like <laughs> the audience was loving it, which means the energy in the room was probably the fact that two people in a room that size can get the whole audience going, doing something shows like that. Something, you know? Yeah, they were kind of a blast. I'm going to adopt them as my grandparents. Like, <laughs> I love them. She is so funny and just, like, so much positive energy coming yes. from her. I, I love her. Especially considering where they met. Grief yeah. counseling? They met in grief counseling. That was... I, I mean, it doesn't get curious. any better than that. Doesn't. Apparently so, not. Goodbye, Tinder. Hello? <laughs> grief, grief counseling. counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Um, and they show you, like, a bunch of shots at this point of backstage and it literally felt like a freak show. Like, I loved it. Like, these, you see some guy with his mouth taped shut. You see, like, someone with lipstick all over their face. You see dogs. You my see babies. My wife will let me use her lipstick because my beard ruins We never it. saw him anyways. But, but no, like. I'm okay with that. We just, you see, like, just the pans of this crowd of people that are auditioning for this show. And we were talking about this. Like, you don't get this anywhere else on television. No. Like, you have singers. You have dancers. You have comedians. You have, literally, there is a space for everyone. There is something in the show that everyone would like. Which, like, you just can't find anywhere. It's the world's biggest talent show, honestly. Like, you can come mm-hmm. on, and if you're great at packing a suitcase, you could probably do that yeah. on the show. Like, Which is so special. It's so special. Because it I feel like... <laughs> let's get sappy for a moment, everyone. <laughs> everyone has something so special True. and unique to offer, even if it's as simple as, I can pack, I can fold this shirt faster than you can... I've seen viral videos of someone putting on pants really quickly. I'm like, sorry. we care about these Rose things. Rose literally did this on stage... <laughs> And got three guesses. <laughs> she that's like literally what she did, and then took her bra straps down. Like yeah. that is what the woman did, and she got three yeses. Like <laughs> there is a place for everyone, which leads and me it's on America's Got Talent. Which leads me to our next act. <laughs> yes. Very well. His name, well, we don't know his name. He goes by Tape Face Boy. Who, by the way, Tape Face Boy, if you are watching, we would love to have you on our after show. Please, please come. I would love to have someone who doesn't speak try to Host an after show. If anyone could do it, it would be Tape Face yes. Boy. The upper half of his face is very expressive. It's amazing. amazing. Like, he, he could win an Oscar from here to here. <laughs> like, <laughs> that guy. So, what he does for, I mean, anyone who maybe is watching who didn't watch, but you should watch, he <laughs> kind of is like a mime comedian. So, he comes out and his like intro package was super creepy. I thought he was going to be maybe a magician, mentalist. Something along those lines. Maybe a mime, but I wasn't really sure because he wasn't talking. <laughs> he was so funny. He was very funny. Not what you'd expect. If you could be funny without using words, like that <laughs> is a serious skill. He first brings out these two oven mitts, and they're like fish. Which, by the way, some people's axe probably cost like thousands of dollars. His might have cost like $8, or he probably found them in his basement somewhere. He had two oven mitts that looked like fish. 
And they were like singing at each other, flirting, and he was just like pretending like they were two having their own conversation. Yeah, he was third wheeling with yep. his hands, and it was amazing. And I thought that that was so funny until he brings out his next thing, and that which, was even better. How do you even explain it? Like he brings out this red dress, puts one it arm, on half his body. One arm goes in the red dress. We were trying to do it, so he's cradling himself. Dancing as if he is two different people, and like one hand goes down, and no, no, bring it back up. See, I can't. You have to have it. so so many good reflexes or something, hand-eye coordination. Like, yeah, I couldn't do. It, it was hilarious. And the facial expressions. He's like keeping his face, you know, in line with the the characters. He goes character, back and forth from characters, and it's it's amazing. Like this guy, I I don't know how. Maybe he is, and I just don't know. Maybe how is he not like a viral star already? Like if he wasn't before, he will be now. I'm gonna make it so. Yeah, I'm gonna hashtag I, tape face boy. I literally already followed him. He is the coolest guy <laughs> ever. Like there is nothing like this I've ever seen on the show, and I've been watching this show for all eleven seasons, and I have not seen anything like that. A lot of stuff that you see, like. Hara, Hara from Japan, which was awesome and epic. Like, I feel a little bit like I've seen it before. Yeah. This, I have never seen before. Nothing. And nothing. it's so interesting how it's just one guy on a stage with very minimal props, very minimal technology can steal the show like that. Um, like, I'm lucky I'm not a judge because I'd have to give a golden buzzer to everyone because I would give one to him too. <laughs> I loved him. Like, they're all so cool. And I he- would golden buzz him. I feel like there's a lot of room and opportunity for growth and creativity in his act. Totally. I can't wait to see where he goes with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely a lot of potential there. Um, he also got four yeses, another one of the four yeses of the night. Uh, pretty unanimous. I would give him one as well. The next was Ryan Stock and Amber Lynn. So this... I, like, need to take a deep breath before I even begin I talking couldn't about watch. this. I couldn't watch. So you're going to have to do a lot of the explaining because I kept having to turn away. <laughs> I, my stomach actually still is pretty uneasy from this act. Like, yeah. I am not one to get squeamish. I, like, you know, do well with pain. There were definitely parts I turned away from. Not for long. I did watch the whole thing. So it starts I out... I actually got lightheaded, I think, watching Yeah, this. Like, I felt... This is, I actually felt nauseated. So disgusting. they met 15 years ago. They were a couple. Met 15 years ago. She was crying in a hallway. She was crying in an alleyway, <laughs> dressed as a fairy. Very... <laughs> then, Whatever. Not the point. So she takes sort out a pair. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Yeah. She takes out a pair of scissors, brings them down to Howie so he can, you know, see. These are scissors. They open and close. They're made of metal. Brings them back on stage and you're already preparing yourself for the worst, which is, you know, g- good. Because it only gets worse than you what you can imagine. You couldn't have prepared yourself for this. <laughs> no, you can't. Zero, zero. You can't. So... He puts the scissors in his nose. That's the only way to explain it. He shoves them. He doesn't just, just, like, just gently like, put them. That was like a full-on boom. And that yes. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. There I was pressure to... involved. And he opens them and, like, takes them out of his nose and licks off the snot. And, like, this guy is, like, beast mode, vulgar, Aggressive. disgusting man. I mean, <laughs> he. I, I guess this is a talent. <laughs> reminded me a little bit of the professional regurgitator from last season who was, like, so gross but so cool. Like, I could see how some people would think that this could be cool. On the gross, cool um, scale, scale. More gross than cool. Yeah, I feel like it's it's teeter-tottering. So we, we do the stop. scissors. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't stop, stop there. Stop there. Like, I, 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 I was there. already done at that point. Yeah, yeah. Danny was pulling a Mel B. She was like, I'm literally, I'm yeah, not Yeah, Mel B looking. was not having this. Mel not B looking. literally had to ask the audience for her vote because she's like, I didn't watch this. What do y'all think? Like, He gets a meat hook. I mean... I saw him pull it out, and I was like, yeah, nope, (laughs) now I'm done. Three-eighths of an inch thick, which is, you know, you can't see. It's, you know, not 
tiny. It's like a pen, probably, with, right? Yeah, like, yeah. A little thicker. Steel had a hook on the end, and what he does ugh. is not only does he put it in his nose, but it comes down and out through his mouth. I made the mistake of, like, looking up for a second, too, and I, I saw, saw all of it. I had to watch. I couldn't. So not only does he put that thing through his body... What does he tie to it? He ties a weight to it, and he's like swinging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his girlfriend around. Amber's just like handing him this stuff. I was like, I was like, what is she doing? Did she help him? She's an enabler to something <laughs> that I do not support. She is an enabler. Oh my She's gosh. an enabler. And then I turn away, look back. I proceed to see him swinging from the meat hook from the ceiling. He attaches the meat weight. hook to a piece of like rope hanging from the ceiling. A ribbon. I don't know. I, stopped, I had to look away again. What happened? <laughs> he tied the ribbon. To the handle of the meat hook. Did he jump or something? Like- he was standing on a stool and his Amber. enabler, <laughs> enable, enabling Amber, Amber, took the stool away and he just swung like a human swing. Yeah. It was- so that happened. <laughs> yeah, four like yeses. Sweating. And this, you no, know. that wasn't, was that four yeses? Yeah. He got, no, oh I no, I Heidi, lied. Heidi gave him a no. Yeah, I mistook my she, ex for a star. She was more on my page of like, ew, this is disgusting. Mel B again was fair. I was like, just because you can't handle it doesn't mean it's amazing. Well, that's the kind of stuff that on this show, like, people want to see that. Yeah. Like, with the regurgitator, he made it to the, like, final few last season, and so... He I could tolerate for some reason a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe this... I think that with this kind of act, though, as we've talked about with a lot of these, has a lot of potential. He's going to do a lot of other crazy stuff. Like, I can't even think about what he's going to stick up his face. (laughs) Other orifices. Literally disgusting. Like, I don't even know what to say about him. He... How did... Here's what I want to know. How did he discover this talent? That is a good question. What was the first item he stuck up his nose and went, I enjoy this, this is fun. Who let this get to this point? Yeah, that's kind of what Simon said about, um, you know, the dog act. Dancing with their dog. He goes, (laughs) so did you just, like, turn on music one day at home and start dancing with your dog? Cassie, what was the dog's name? Carrie? Carrie. Carrie, and what was he, Jose? I I forget, but literally they just, like, started dancing together. I don't know. I mean, I hang out with my dog more than the next gal. And I don't know how I would discover a talent like that that he has, but that dog was like a legitimate dancer. This guy can legitimately <laughs> stick things through his face. Like, I said, I was like, did he have some sort of surgery where he got like everything, removed. all the cavities removed? He's like, yeah, that's one way to clear your sinuses. I was like, that is not even funny. I'm not laughing. Like, you're not a comedian. Stop. Because that was disgusting. Pretty interesting. Um, my one thing I wrote down is, how is he not bleeding? <laughs> like, literally, I'm sure doctors watch this show. They probably were, like, concerned. Squeam, like, squeamish. I, like, maybe not, but maybe they were just like, someone needs to get this guy a medic. Like, he needs to be part of some study. I don't know what it is, but they better study him. and Yeah, figure, put him in a lab somewhere. <laughs> this guy is, I mean, hey, if that wins the million dollar act... People will go watch that in Vegas. Like, definitely, I would go watch. We were talking about that with this show. Is like this show, I feel like, is different than a lot of other shows because the prize is at such high stakes. Yeah, it is not only a million dollars, which is more than any show. Like, I know Big Brother has like five hundred k, I think, and that's a lot. And that's not but, bad. But a million dollars is like life changing. I mean, any amount of money. Like, I know we were talking about a lot of the like competition shows on Food Network and all these different. It's like ten grand. It's not. It's a million dollars. Like, that is game changer. And not only do you get a million dollars, but you get a residency in Vegas to... And, I mean, if you think about every single one of these acts, every single one of them could have could take a stage in Vegas that we yeah. saw tonight. I mean, like, all the ones that made it through, at least. I can't wait to see what comes up next 
in the following weeks yeah, to see what else like to see how they progress. The yeah, and and I mean the auditions are my favorite part of the show to like kind of just get to see. I mean, obviously it's fun to see what they bring back, but it's also just fun to see these acts for the first time because that's when it's most surprising. Yeah, you know, you see them and you have never seen anything like it before. And then the next week, I mean, they're 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 still them even though they're doing something totally different and unique. But you know, this show really should be renamed. America's got some weird freaking talent. <laughs> weird talent. Also awesome talent. Like, it's... It's awesome. It but is. But it's weird. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Um, next up is we were both, like, kind of crying. She should have closed out the show. Come on, Greg. Yeah, we anyway, were, like, we'll get there. kind of crying watching her. This girl... Fully crying. Don't don't look back crying. at me. There were tears in my eyes. In my arms. This girl is awesome. So her name is Laura Breton. Um, she's an eighth grader. She's a singer. And... They show you this like montage of people who are singing and trying out and aren't aren't doing a good job. This is when Simon kind of we see mean Simon here, and I kind not of scathing, just like no, honest, like not as bad as he was on Idol, but no. like he was being honest. I mean, and we heard the act; they weren't good, you know. So he was being honest, which which I think is comparable to how Howard was. Howard was honest when he mm-hmm. when he was a judge, and I respect the honesty and agreed with him. Um, but she was really nervous going onto this stage. Even all the like all the stagehands backstage were kind of like babying hey, her a little you know, bit. Like, it's it's okay. Be okay, like yeah. Fear. What is it? that one guy says? Fear and excitement are the same, or nerves and excitement are the same. Yeah. I wanted to hit him, you know. Yeah, she was, she was really nervous, and she was also, like, so cute and actually looked 13. I feel like a lot of times when kids come on this show, they have, like, the full hair and makeup. They look much older than their age. Like, you know. She this... got a sequined heart shirt on, and I yeah. wanted to hug her. She was wearing, like, a, a little, it looked like she was, like, an old baby outfit. Like, she went to school one day. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. it was just a plain long sleeve shirt, leggings, shoes. Her hair was in a little side braid, no makeup. I was like, thank you, a 13-year-old girl that looks her age. Like, yeah. I feel like I look on the internet these days and someone's posting a picture. They're like, oh, she's 15. I was like, she looks older than I am. So <laughs> yeah. it was nice to see a kid looking her age. And she was humble and very evidently nervous. And they show you this shot from her perspective of Simon's face. And, I mean, I probably would have thrown up or something. Like, he was... <laughs> stone cold yeah. staring right at her. Let's and like, see a girl. Singing is like kind of his specialty in terms of like being a manager and find, being discovering able to spot people. Talent, yeah. yeah, so I feel like for all these acts, singers probably are the most nervous to perform in front of him. If you're waiting for a moment, this is it. Yeah. Turn it is, on. This is it. So there's no other way to talk about her other than saying, I literally wrote down, she's a badass. Like this, <laughs> it, this girl can sing opera. Italian opera. I, I don't even know, better than, I mean, I haven't even heard that much of it, but definitely better than everyone else ever. Like, she's, The way she was emoting was astounding to me. A 13-year-old who can emote emotion, like that. Yeah. And even though I didn't understand what she was saying, I it's felt like, like I, knew I knew the story. It. Me too. Like, she felt like she was that character singing with those emotions. 100%. I, yeah, I, she like was a very moving experience. And her mm-hmm. mom was crying. She was crying. Her vibrato was sparkling. 13 yeah. years old. She was like a classically trained opera singer. And she's like, yeah, my mom sings with me. <laughs> I was like, whoa, let's get mom out here with you. But like, for real, she was like one of the strongest talents I've seen on the show in a really long time. And you got your wish. I did get my wish. I was like running around the studio. I feel bad for everyone that was on there. I was like, golden buzzer, golden yes, buzzer. Yes, someone needs to golden buzzer her. I cry every time there's a golden buzzer. Like literally in all the fast scenes, every time someone gets it, I'm like so emotional because this is life changing mm-hmm. stuff here. Like yep. this is a 13 year old girl whose life just changed like probably forever. You know what I mean? Like now she is 
one of the best opera singers of her generation. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. just got a golden buzzer from Mel B, who's a huge singer. She's a Spice Girl. Like, for a 13-year-old girl, that's a big deal. Yeah. Simon Cowell was like this, like, thank you for coming on this show. That's the kind of stuff that I watch this show for. You know, I tune in every week, and I see some funny stuff, and I... And I laugh, and I there's some cry. stuff that's gross. I laugh, I cry. It gives me... But, like, I watch for this kind of stuff. Like, this was her moment. And what was so extra specially touching about it was that there was a moment, I think maybe beforehand, that she said, I've just heard a lot of great singers. Kind of, not saying out loud, but insinuating. And then there's just me. Like, how am I supposed to match up? And then you see, like, the golden confetti falling. And I just, I wanted to be like, you're good enough, I feel like everyone can, like, see a little bit of themselves in this story. You know, she comes out as just this normal girl, like, totally raw herself and has this epic voice and, like, didn't have the confidence and compared herself to all these other people. But, like, she deserved that. There's no one like you, girl. We we literally looked at each other and you're like, she deserved that. Yeah. Yeah, she did. (laughs) (laughs) We were on her team. Big fans. I loved her. Big fan. Do we see her going? I mean, she's already going to the live shows. That's what the Golden Buzzer does this year. I know in the past the Golden Buzzer got you... I forget what it got you, but I know starting last season, it got you through to the live shows. Mm-hmm. In the past, they had like brought back wild cards and stuff. I don't think they're doing that. I think that the Golden Buzzer sends you directly from the audition to the live show. At, they're doing that at the Dolby Theater this year in Los Angeles rather than um, Radio City Music Hall in New York because Howard's not with it. Simon is. Um, so next time we'll see Laura is going to be at... Dolby Theater, which I'm very wow. excited about, which is a huge stage. Like that's a big deal. That's, that's like where gig. the Oscars happen, don't they? Like that's mm-hmm. that's some crazy stuff. So I'm really looking forward Go to Laura. seeing more of her. Yeah, we can't wait. I hope they keep her like looking young. I hope they don't. You know what I mean? I hope yeah. they don't like. I think there'll be some kind of mini intervention, but nothing too serious. Yeah, but... I hope they like. I hope her mom's <laughs> there and is like, don't ruin my baby. Um, then next up. How do we even need to discuss this guy? He has a passion for danger. Yeah, a passion you know what? For shutting and him up. I kind of didn't like this because in the past on the show we've seen some crazy cool danger acts. We've seen like people doing cars over buildings, like bike. What do you call that? DMX bike tricks. Yeah, Is yeah. That what it's called? They're yeah. doing these crazy bike tricks. Like someone's blowing up a bus. Someone's like literally that. Everything has happened on this show. Like someone was doing those last year. Someone did that uh, jetpack water thing, and the and you know what I mean. That yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. So they've done actually very cool danger stuff on the show. So when they had this guy's opening package, and he was saying that he has this love for danger, he thinks he can win this show. This has been years in the making. Like all this practice. His whole life. I was like stoked. I was like, okay, are we going outside? Like usually they go outside. Let's go outside. Those, those acts. And it was just like I. I think I missed the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't didn't land. It didn't land for me. So he says that he's going to do this big danger act. He gets up on the stage. And, and okay, so at this point they put out, like, a little baby pool. And everyone was like, what's in it? Because for, for a second I was like, maybe it's snakes. Or, like, maybe <laughs> it's, like, something that's, like, super dangerous, you know? Because there was a guy last year who just, like, jumped on a pile of thumbtacks. Yeah, like 5,000 thumbtacks or something disgusting. So I thought, like, maybe this guy's doing something gross like that. No. He just, like... Shaving cream? What did he even do? He just belly flopped into He belly flopped cream? into shaving cream. The best part of that act was when it was over. Yeah, I agree. And that bums me out to end the show that way. Because I feel like... I mean, maybe the producers were trying to switch it up because they always end with a golden buzzer that they were, like, trying to, like, mess with you a little. But... Boo. Boo. Yeah, I didn't like that. It it wasn't... I mean, I guess it was cute that you get to, like, see the judges interact with each other, and they all, like, had a foam fight, (laughs) which was adorable, but... 
Meh. I mean, I wasn't yeah. crazy, but the act was was silly. I mean, they X'd him right away, which I don't I don't shocker. Blame I mean, literally everyone in the audience was doing the X thing. Like, it, it, to be honest, it wasn't great. But, um, <laughs> you know, in the past, Nick, uh, we were talking about it before, Nick has done the prank where he showed up as, like, the mime, and it wasn't it wasn't really... It, you couldn't tell it was Nick. He was in full disguise. And I actually thought that maybe that's what this was because we didn't see Nick at first. He was off to the side. So I was like, oh, maybe this is Nick just, like, messing around because they did do something like that, like, at the very end of an episode uh, last year, a couple years ago. Um, and... I thought maybe, like, he was going to, you know, pull off the glass goggles and it was going to be Nick or something. But then Nick comes out, so I was just like... It was even "Mm." less exciting. Yeah. Less exciting, not climactic, kind of a bummer way to end the episode, but definitely left me wanting more actual real talent next week. Which we will see. We will. Um, Do we want to get into some predictions? Let's do some predictions. Um, And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. So, let's kind of do who we think. Minus Laura, obviously, because we know she's going because, far. Duh. Okay, let's... Maybe, like, the top three people who we think will make it go yeah, far. make it go far tonight. So, my first one is Tape Face Boy. Ditto. Agree? Yes. Um, I think that this guy has a lot of potential. I think he's going to go far. I think he has way more up his sleeve than we've seen tonight. He's unique. He's unique. He's one of a kind. He's... He's kind of the full package. The fact... I mean, I wonder... Do you think we'll ever see him talk or no? Do you think that's his, like, his thing? Part of me says I hope not. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of, like, his shtick that he does And his upper face is cute. He is, but the, a lot of eyeliner. <laughs> a little much of it. Like, I like can a dig lot it. of eyeliner. It's like Johnny... He's channeling Johnny Depp. I'm into it. Yeah. So, I, he's my vote. What about you? What's next? <sighs> okay. I guess if I had to choose a third one... Which we do, because that's what we both just decided we were going to do. <laughs> um, I don't know. How, it's not Emily. It's Am- Emily and Tommy, the clairvoyant, the clairvoyant yeah, woman. I agree. Yeah. I mean, she... Because that was pretty astounding. Yeah. She even knew the expiration date on the Howie's eye, eye drops and the number on... Um, the lipstick. On Heidi's lipstick. Number 602. Yeah. She, uh, the only thing is, like, I... She's amazing, and I loved that act, but, like, something about her really creeped me out. You know, and, like, yeah. maybe it was, like, her voice or something. It was just... She was, like, so, like, almost, like, creepy doll about it. Yeah. You know? That that it kind of bugged me out. <laughs> um, and then if I had to pick one more from tonight, I think I'd probably... I would Rose. Pro- just kidding. I'd probably go with Lincoln Brit. Oh, oh, Lincoln Bridge or Hara. Who do you think? Because Lincoln Hara. They're so different, you know? So many singers have won in the past. Like, literally for the first minus... Um, uh, Ted or Terry Fader, like the first like five seasons, I feel like were I don't I don't remember. There was like singer after singer after singer for like, you know, six seasons minus uh, Terry Fader, who was a ventriloquist. But um, lots of singers, so I feel like there's always singers that go far. But I feel like we're gonna see better singers. You know? Yeah, I think Lincoln Bridge, they have the novelty is gonna wear off because. They're not going to dance or do anything else with the singing. You know, they're, they right. are a very good acapella group. Yeah. And... We see a lot of that on TV elsewhere. We see exactly. so much singing everywhere that I almost prefer that... I, I, the singer has to be something unique and different, like Laura, for example. Like, Laura couldn't go win The Voice because she has a unique set of skills and, like, a special gift. Like, The Voice doesn't really have opera singers. You know what I mean? The way... Yeah. 
I mean, they can, and I'm sure she could sing regular pop culture songs very well, too, but, like, she brought something unique to the table, whereas I feel like we see singers on television, like, literally every show is a singing show, so, <laughs> like, getting to see something different is cool. So I think Hara, maybe, um, who from this group tonight that made it through do you not think is gonna go far? Um, um I Because I kind of feel like there was a couple of them that I mean, I mean, for me, that's Rose and Charlie, as much as I loved her, and she's, I think she's my spirit animal. But <laughs> yes, I love it. But, I think honestly, Rose and Charlie will go further than Jose and Carrie, the dancing dog. Okay, that's gonna okay. get old really quick. There's something about I work in television. There's something about puppies and babies that get yeah. a lot of ratings and a lot of votes. That's fair. That's totally fair. So I don't know. I, I that's where I see the uh, Carrie, the dog, coming in, but. I mean, we'll see what Rose and Charlie have to bring. They have much more to offer, I can tell. Like, less clothes. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. And um, more forgetting lyrics. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited to see what comes next week. Um, Should be great. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, make sure to tune in and check us out. Where can they find you on Twitter to continue this conversation? If you want to continue the conversation, which I really hope you do, find me on Twitter and or Facebook at Megan Boykoff. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Danny Golub. Um, please don't send me anything having to do with Ryan Stock and Amber Lynn, the meat hook couple. <laughs> I don't want to see it. So. I want to see it. Send it to me. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We had a lot of fun. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 